guys, welcome to Bessie Talk with Jen and B. Um, today we have a special episode. We're gonna be talking about real friends versus fake friends. Woo woo! Like Drake said, no new friends. No Is new friends? I don't know. <laughs> yes, I've heard that song. Um, yeah, we're gonna do an episode. Yes, we're gonna do an episode on real friends and fake friends. So cheer to oh, yeah. real Where's friends. We got some wine up in here. It's champagne. Oh, sorry. For the new year, <laughs> we're starting early. And we also have a special guest in the house. Woo-hoo. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Yvette. I'm Brenda's cousin. Hello. Woo-hoo. We're gonna so, cheers. Ladies. Favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to real friends, ladies. I paid her to say that. Cheers. Woo-hoo. Okay. So, um, with that being said, we just started, ta- we just wanted to bring up this episode because I feel like as a, as a woman or a girl or wherever you're at in stage of your life, or even a man, you can definitely relate to this maybe episode of real friends versus fake friends. Cause anytime in your life, you might've crossed paths between those people or have yourself been a fake friend. <laughs> I mean, let's That's be real. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we could be fake. So... <laughs> Um, we're going to be talking about that. And before we start, we just want to tie in a a special quote that ties into, um, friendship. Um, and it goes, you don't lose friends. You just learn who your real friends are. And I think that goes, Mm -hmm. as you grow up, you definitely find out Mm -hmm. who your real friends are, who are your right and die and stuff like that. So we're going to be talking about that today. With that being said, Let's go back to like our earliest memory of maybe when you have experienced of somebody being fake to you, like a, somebody you thought was your friend that mm. was fake. fake, or even like later in life. Because I know Brenda and I have known each other for a long time, and mm. I would never say we've been faked with each other. No, and we, I don't think so I'm, at all. I'm very blunt, so I think I would tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cry? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, I we've encountered people we became friends with, and we have lost friends because, I mean, I guess you could say with time, with time people start to obviously become somebody else, and then you you know you go, it's normal you go your separate ways, but sometimes you are with people who you thought were your right and die, and then they just pull a fast one on you, and you're like what the fuck like after so many years of friendship um so I think we have one one thing in common but I can't I can't I don't know I can't remember I mean all my elementary friends were fake because we're not friends anymore except you (laughs) except you (laughs) I can't remember I don't know do you okay well let's bring it to Yvette Yvette have you ever (laughs) had I do have an experience Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want Yvette to elaborate. Have you ever, if you could think back to when you were younger, doesn't necessarily have to be elementary, but maybe there's an incident or somebody that you could recall? Something that sticks out. Something that sticks out, you know? Yeah, somebody in middle school that I had met, and we went to high school and everything, but um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess... I realized that she would, it would be on and off with her a lot. Like when she would get a boyfriend and it would just kind of like, it would just, she would just pretty much drop me every time she she would get a boyfriend. And then, um, well, that was like one thing that I was just kind of like, I didn't, I didn't really like about her. And there was, um, was there like a, a specific 
like thing that happened or situation where you're like other than just like when she would get boyfriends like was there something that was like man i'm that done was, i'm done like with i'm this. done with you or like that wasn't cool yeah um well the time there was one time where she left me stranded like in a freaking in an alley when we went bar hopping into in downtown riverside wow. and yeah i mean the, the i could get into that okay okay <laughs> i have a a specific memory in elementary school and obviously this um this story is you have a great memory what do you mm-hmm. mean i have a great memory <laughs> okay let me see you if i remember elementary no i would say high school well, it well with, with this person we had we were friends in elementary okay so it lingered into, it okay. lingered mm-hmm. yeah so Ren and i have known each other for a long time and um you know throughout throughout us being in elementary and high school we had mm-hmm. i would say like a couple of other yeah. friends that became close um but there's specifically one friend that we had that led on to high school and and this is, I'm not going to name any names or anything like that. And what happened, happened. And, and you know, everything has been forgiven. I just think I can't forget. And that's my personality. That's the cancer in me. I can forgive you. I just can't forget. Mm-hmm. I'll st- it'll still be taped into my mind because I am a very loyal person. Mm-hmm. And I just think if you cross me that way, like if you really cross me, like I just can't forget that stuff. And I, my feelings were very hurt. I'm already emotional. <laughs> as it is. So, anyways, this situation, we were friends. I would say the three of us were very close friends. Yeah. When I got to high school, um, things just changed. In my eyes, what ended up happening, it was more like this person became popular or went to the popular crowd, and we were not popular enough. I guess. Would you no. consider? Would you say I mean, that? I thought we were. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, there was, there was, you know, the, I guess she went more towards like the jock, the popular kids, yeah. and then started getting new friends. Um, but I mean, we were popular in our own circle. <laughs> yeah. In our own circle. <laughs> Quotations. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, this person that I'm talking about, um, she, she was our good friend. I'm not going to say she was not no. a good friend. She was. I just think that, you know, clicks got involved and, um, you know, she wanted to be with the clicky cloud, cloud, (laughs) not the cloud, the clicky friend group Mm -hmm. and popular, you know, and I think that got in the way, which is fine. You know, people move on and they decide to do their own thing. What ended up happening is like, I think I was more hurt because she really knew my family she even stayed with us at one point for like a time extended time that her mom was in Mexico. Like we opened our house to her and everything. And I understood when, when our friendship dissolved, I was like, okay, she's moved on. Like we're not friends anymore. I think what really hurt me is that there was this burn book, like in mean girls. Do you remember that? Did we make it? No, we didn't make it. That was part of like whatever she was part of. I don't remember. Remember? And then there was this group of girls that wanted to beat her up for it. I remember now. Yeah, do you remember now? Okay. Yes, I remember. I do remember the burn book, but I don't know why I thought we made it. No, what the hell? This is why I can't tell stories. Anyways, it's literally, uh, there was a burn book. This, I don't know if this is true or false, but (laughs) the story is that there was this burn book that was amongst not only her, but there was amongst other girls. Mm-hmm. And this happened in high school. 
And in that burn book, they literally talk shit about all these people. Well, in there, I never read it, but I was told that she wrote about me and my family and how, I don't know, I guess we didn't treat her right and this and that. And like, just like very hurtful things that really hurt me. I don't care if you talk shit about me. Don't talk shit about my family, especially after we opened up our Mm -hmm. doors to you and stuff like that. But you know, now thinking about it, I'm like, maybe I was wrong because I never saw, I never saw this burn book, but it was all over the, all over high school. And then what made it even worse is that one of the friends so-called friends that she had at the time made copies of the burn book and distribute them and take up but took out all the copies of whatever they wrote in the burn book that's at least from what i had heard that happened and that's pretty shady because it's like not only are you criminating her just her herself it was it was Mm -hmm. you know all on her when it other people were involved but that's mm-hmm. like mean girl shit right yeah, there. I was gonna say it's exactly play, like the movie. Yeah, mean girl play shit. That, that background mm-hmm. song from Miss Elliot. We're on for cover. Well, um, you know. Yeah, well, she literally had a room for cover because I don't know. If you're... <laughs> no, B. I'm not joking. I feel really bad that about this. That was a this. good joke. <laughs> okay, go. But she literally had a room for cover because after that burn book came out, she literally had she to did. eat lunch in her car. Because people were looking for her to beat her ass. I do remember. And, you know, at first I had no empathy for her because of what I had heard. But now as I'm older, I'm just like, you know, that was a fucked up situation. What if that would have been me? And I shouldn't have done something like that. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine what she went through. And... That was in in that situation. I would have to say that friend that did the copies of her. That was a fake ass friend. You know, I think everything has been forgiven from what I've seen on social media. Mm. But, um, anyways, that's my experience with a fake friend. What has your yours experience been? Mm. I think you. Do you want me, me about... to say mine, or do you want to tell mm. us? You want to wait? Okay, we're gonna say the best for last, which is coming from Eva over here. Um. I can't really, I think the one that sticks out the most, and I don't know if it would be fake, I don't know, it's just shady, I guess, the way that I felt like the friendship, maybe she already had things going on in her life, but I felt like it was, I thought we were really close, you know, we had met this person in college, um, she became really close to us really fast, she's a total sweetheart, but I don't even, I don't know if it was more her or just her sibling, but I remember at the Wait, time. Who is this? Oh my god, which story did you think I was going to tell? It's just about the cake? Yes. So it wasn't her, but it was her sibling. Okay, whisper it to my ear. Oh my god. Okay, brief moment. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, go. So, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Would you consider that? It's not yes. fake, but... Okay, oh, no, so I, I know that line. Okay, so anyways, I am not a professional at the time, but I was doing cakes. And if everybody knows, wedding cakes are not cheap. They're expensive. So at the time, I was learning how to make cakes, and she had asked me if I could do a wedding cake for her sister. It was like a two-tier, two-tier, not two-tier, two-tier cake. And I had said, yeah, sure, because I was like, you know, first of all, I was learning an experience, and I was happy to do this for her, especially for a wedding. Like, what an honor, right? So I was super excited to do this for her, but I had told her that I didn't have professional skills. I was barely learning, and her sister was totally cool with that. Everything was fine. So... I ended up doing the cake, and it's a two-tier cake, and I don't know for what reason, to this day, I still say that I'm very jinxed when I do wedding cakes. I don't know what it was, but I think it's 
more the pressure of it because it's your wedding cake. It's going to stand there like it's going to have a moment during mm -hmm. the wedding. So I remember doing a two-tier cake. And for some reason, this damn cake, out of all the cakes I've ever done, I've never had an issue with it. And this cake, for some reason, decided to be the freaking leaning. What is that Paris icon? It's the leaning, the leaning tower. Is it the Lisa? The pizza? Mm -hmm. The leaning tower, right? Mm -hmm. And so it decided to be like that. The day of when I when I literally took a ride and everything and I made it there. And then the moment I sat down on the table, it started leaning to the point where I'm like, dude, this shit is like literally like I was just waiting for them to call me at home to be like, hey, I didn't even make it toward the cutting. It's going to fall. So I left. I was putting it down on the table and I showed it to her and she had like her sister was like, yeah, it's a good cake. She's like, I love it. It's beautiful. And as I'm setting it down, like there, it's like her kitchen. So I'm, it's like the table is set up and then there's a window and then her kitchen's on the other side. I'm, so I'm setting it. I could literally hear her. I don't know if she thought the window was closed. I could literally hear her just talking shit like, that's ugly. It's going to fall down. Why would you even bring that here? Like totally dissing out my cake. And I was like, as you're there, as I'm there, but she didn't know I was there. Oh, she thought so I she's must, talking behind, she was back, talking behind she... my back thinking that I couldn't hear because yeah. the window was supposedly closed, but I heard everything. So on top of that, like, I'm just heartbroken that she would say that. It's like, and I had told her, you know, like, hey, this cake is probably not going to be professional, but I wasn't expecting it to fall, whatever. So thankfully it didn't fall when I asked, when I text messaged her and everything. But I think after that, like we, she just totally disappeared. She never texts me. Um, I think she paid me for the cake. She I'm not sure. You? Yeah, she ghosted me. Like, all over a cake that I was, like, so excited to make. Maybe that's why I don't make wedding cakes anymore. But, <laughs> yeah, but the fact that, like, it's like, dude, like, if you don't like something, like, real friends tell each other in a nice way. Like, you don't just ghost them out of nowhere. Like, I just felt like that was something very petty. Like, really, like, over a wedding cake? Like, be thankful you at least had a cake. Like... I don't know. That's that's the one thing that when I think shady or fake friends, like that's instantly a story that I feel like, you know, because you, I gave it my all and I gave it my love and I get that she didn't get what she thought she was going to. But to talk behind my back instead of telling me and then just ghosting me is so, so dumb, you know, and mm -hmm. I don't know if we've ever talked about it because I do follow her here and there, but I don't know if we ever talked about her like I think it just might sound like a little like oh really like a cake like mm -hmm. but it's I don't think we've ever really sat down and talked about it like but what? we rode the train with her three years but we rode the train with her for three years so that's why like and we developed I felt it was a really close yeah. friendship like we I think we talked a lot about like for being three years we opened up a lot about ourselves to each other and I remember she would tell us a lot of things that had happened in her life yeah so that's why I was like you know when you come friends with people you you know who to share your life with and then who you think you can't, like, who's not going to go and, like, blab everything out to. And I felt like she was a really close friend that we were going to grow, you know, close with throughout the years. But I guess, you know, something little just broke everything. But, yeah. But that's the only thing that I, I would just say, shady friend-wise, experience that I've had. I don't, I don't know anybody else. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think we've been blessed to, oh, yeah. like not have to experience shady shit i think we have a small group of girls that we're with and that we're true friends and um and we're like the other day i texted you guys i'm like i was just thinking about you guys and i was like i'm so blessed to have a, my close group of friends that will mm -hmm. be there for me ride or die you know and i'm just so grateful for that 
But I know that not a lot of women or men have that. So it's rare to find a good friend or to have somebody that could be loyal to you. Mm -hmm. So I think that as you grow older, you should be picky. You should um, really weed out people that are going to be there in your life and those that aren't. So that's my two cents on that. Yvette, have you experienced, I know you said you had something happened to you, like something about an alley and like a friend being. <laughs> you can't leave like, us in the alley. Yeah, maybe. you gotta tell us a story. <laughs> oh, like what are, what morals do you guys like on in your friends, right? Oh. I, I, I've become very, um, I've lost a lot of trust in a lot of people, I guess, mm-hmm. just because of that, 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 and just other situations. I, but this one, this one time, um, this girl and I, we went to. We were bar hopping in downtown Riverside. We Ubered over there. She lived up the hill at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would she had to stay the night with me. And we we were just bar hopping. We had been drinking. And then, like, some guys came up to us, like, a couple of guys. It was kind of getting close to, like, uh, what, do they, what do they call that at the end? Like the, Oh, like closing time? Closing yeah. Time. Final yes. hour? Yeah, there you go. Like, the final yeah. calls and all that. And I don't, like, after the last beer that I we kind of pretty much had a chug, um we walked out you know I was with one of them she was with the other and I guess after we walked out it started to be a very big blur like I'm pretty sure I was already blacked out but um I remember waking up because like we're we're like in the back where the employees walk in Mm -hmm. um I don't know if you guys know where Lake Alice is in downtown uh uh-huh and that's pretty much where the employees go and I I guess I kind of like vaguely remember pretty much just being leaned up against uh, the wall and just pretty much just making out with this guy, right? I Mm -hmm. didn't even, you know, I didn't get into his name, I don't know. But um, I just, then from one moment to the next, I woke up and I was being woken up actually by the employees, like a couple of the bar employees. And they're like, like, girl, honey, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And I just like, I just, I was just like confused. And I guess the friend that I was with, like I, I supposedly she said that she came to look for me that to tell me that our Uber was there mm-hmm. and she, she actually left without me, but I guess because she was, I don't know if she was just really messed up or I really don't know, but um, she ended up coming back for me and we, we went home. I remember my mom being so pissed off at me that, I broke a lamp or something like I bumped into it and I broke it and then I I asked her like well like were you like just gonna leave me there or something because like you really she had just left and so wait you were making out with this guy and then the even the guy left too I mean he he just probably left me there so you were you like so intoxicated that you like kind of just like like not felt that passed out in a sense? I probably did but that's the thing is that I can't, I don't remember oh, it's very okay. very very vague yeah and i don't know how and that she, how i ended up like instead that. of dragging you to the uber she just left you there in the alley mm-hmm. that shit's crazy yeah so i mean ever since then that kind of like turned it around for me like i didn't see her as as a best friend anymore like i was like friends don't do that like mm-hmm. they don't leave you especially if you're both freaking intoxicated yeah. you know but i feel like the only reason she came back was because she knew that she had to come that she was gonna have to spend the night with me because she oh didn't God, she couldn't go so up shady. the hill yeah <gasps> So it was, it was pretty fucked up. And ever since then, I guess, like, I think we stopped talking a few months after that. Um, But I kind of was just like, oh, like, I kind of just shrugged it off. Like, oh, we were both, we were both messed up, you know, like, 
Yeah, we were both kind of like an excuse, like, oh, she only did it because she was intoxicated and I was intoxicated. Yeah, I she guess I was really just trying. To, that to I me. guess I was just trying to justify it in my own justify head. It. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was pretty fucked wow. up. Wow, that's fucked up and scary at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you? Does she try to reach out to you anymore? No, not anymore. No. No. What no about anymore. when you like first like weren't friends with her? Was she still coming around trying to see what if she could still like if you said like did you guys kind of did you tell her I don't want to be your friend anymore or was it more kind of like you guys went your own way? We just went our own ways. Yeah, we just went our own ways. I I don't think she ever really tried to come back into my life anymore ever since then. Do you miss her? No, no, (laughs) I don't. No, because I think the only reason I say that is because sometimes I feel like they're not like I don't even know what to call it like a guilt or like a kind of like oh we were like cool and like now we're not and i kind of miss you like like you're grieving their friendship yeah like grieving even if it was whatever like kind of like in a relationship too like with a man like a woman like i feel like you can grieve that and you just miss them even though you know that relationship is toxic and not good yeah you know so dang that's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah that is not a true friend right there no definitely um like I said, good friends are so rare to find, and you just don't know a person. Have you seen? Have you heard that saying? Corazones, uh, no, caras vemos, corazones no sabemos. I totally feel that that's true. Like you really don't know what's in a person's heart until you get to know them and mm-hmm. how they really are. Um, definitely, some things like real friends are uh, find time for you. Fake friends provide excuses. I, I, would you agree with that? I think so. Like excuses to like, oh, like I can't hang out with you, but maybe like next week or like, you know, just making excuses like to like constant, find constantly or no, I'm not saying like, Hey, I can't get with you. Wait. <laughs> Cause I mean, I've told you sometimes I'm under the weather. No, and I'm, I'm okay. not talking about that. <laughs> On my way. I've done that a couple times. <laughs> no, do I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't know, but do you do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, real. I think they find they find time to hang. I think people find time to hang out with you, and like to really be there for you, no matter what. Yeah. Like, whether just to come and spend time with you or whatever. But it's like it's like, hey, you want to hang out? It's not like, uh, yeah, maybe next time. You know. So it's not like whenever it's convenient for them. Yes. Well, kind of like you were you were saying with her. Like, right, right, yeah. It's whenever, like, she didn't have a boyfriend. Like, okay, let me go fill up my time with her. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not. Friendships are not <sighs> revolving doors. There you go. That's what I was thinking about. Like, they're not revolving doors. Like, you know, especially with that girl. Like, code. What were we talking about? Code, girl, girl codes? Code. You definitely mm-hmm. would You would not want to as a girl you would not want to be left alone so you definitely would not want to leave your friends especially at a club after even if you're all fucked up i think when we've gone to clubs i think i don't think it was ever said among us but i think we just kind of knew like when we would go out of clubbing a lot during college like even if we were fucked up we would keep and i think some of our friends too were very they weren't drinking too so i think we were blessed in that too that you know we kept an eye on each other like hey where is she or like our phones were always on each other like we would never and you should never leave guy friends or girlfriends whatever whoever the hell you go with like you should never leave the club without at least knowing where that person is at like mm-hmm. if if you stay and you meet some guy then all right cool but at least tell your friend you know mm-hmm. like that's something important like friends should never leave themselves especially women at a club it's just 
us fucked up as a society wise. You know what her excuse was? Um, when I, cause I, I did ask when I said that I asked her, yeah. she said, she's like, oh, it's cause it looked like you were having a good time and I didn't want to like, I didn't want you to, you know, stop having a good time. I mean, I've, my friends have seen me having a good time at the club. They let me do my thing, but then they take me, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. unless I'm fighting them, but I'm pretty sure they still drag me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, remember that time? And I think we would just go back you up because remember that time you were at a club and this guy like was behind you? Oh you know what I'm talking God, about, right? Yes. This guy was like, well, this is back in the single days. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this guy was like grinding up on Brenda or no. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, he literally like. Was uh, trying, opened your zipper he literally was trying to finger me on the floor as we were dancing <laughs> i think i was gone i must have been really i don't know drunk. but you came, you came you came back and you're like oh my god he tried to like unzip oh, yes. me and then we're like oh hell no we we're trying to go beat him <laughs> yeah so all right even if we did remember one of our friends her um boyfriend at the time was a bouncer he was always on our backs like always trying to get rid of the guys like so thank you for that to him but um yeah i do remember that now fucking guys man fucking petty Girls, too, like, I think we had mentioned, like, girls, too, sometimes, like, sometimes I feel like guys feel like girls just should get along magically, but honestly, like, it's easier for girls to have, I think for at least for myself when I was, like, single, it was easier for me to have guy friends because guys are not as easy as judgmental as girls. They don't talk shit as girls. They're, guys are just easier to chill and hang out with. They're less dramatic than girls, like. I at least feel like that. Like, because sometimes I've been told, okay, Jenny has something to say. I think unless he's gay, then no. He wants to get in your fucking pants. Oh, not every guy. Uh, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. Yvette. Yvette. That's me up here. Not no. Any. Oh, my God. But your friend. Okay, never mind. If he, if he, if he, I'm sorry. If like, if he, if he's gay. What? I learned that, you know what? I uh. thought, I thought that until my husband told me, no guy that is just your, is straight. And is your friend, if you're in a relationship with another guy, he wants to get in your pants. Oh, but I wasn't in a relationship with no guys. Or whatever. If but Maybe he wants to be there, but you're friend-zoning him. Like, there's no way. Mm. Like, guys have sent a second agenda, and, like, they always have – they want to – they want mm. something more than you. Why would they just be a friend with you? What? Think about it. I know girls that have guy friends. Who? I can't <laughs> say the name, but I know some. No, myself? No, I'm just kidding. I have a guy friend, but yeah, I don't feel but, that way with him, and it's, and it, but he's not, he's not gay, like he's not fully gay, I guess. You could say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain. He's bi, he's bi, but he's like, and he still likes girls or whatever. But he's with somebody, but I don't see that. I don't feel like that. He like looks at me like that. Yeah, ever. there's some. There's some. Not all guys. I don't know. That's uh, debatable, I guess. I think it is. I think it is because I used to have a guy friend. Mm-hmm. in high school and I was with somebody and he, we call each other brother and he called me sister mm. and I remember mm. yeah like we play? were just more like What's hey we're like we're, I see you more <laughs> like as a brother and I see you more and I really right, did right. see him more like as a at the time okay, okay let me tell you this at the time mm. I did see him as a brother and he had a girlfriend so we were mm. both in different relationships but I remember that so we were friends at first, like everything. And then later on, he confessed to me after, like, I was no longer with him, with my mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend. He'd be like, you know, like, I could really see ourselves. Like, he, like, literally came out and said, like, I do have, I did and I do still have feelings for you kind of thing. And I was like, 
uh, aren't you with your girlfriend still? And he's like, well, you know, we were just brother and sister, like pretending, you know, like as a friend. But then I'm thinking like, okay, this was weird. And then I kind of like thought back to myself. I'm like, maybe I do have feelings for him. Cause I, I didn't think he was like ugly or anything like that. And after I was out of the relationship, I was like, Hmm, maybe I could, but no, I didn't cross that line. Well, I think it's normal. Like sometimes when you hang out with somebody for so long, you do kind of develop like not knowing unconsciously you might develop like those feelings but i don't i mean i think you would know when to act on them and not to like yeah. you know like i had a gut bunch of guy i had guy friends that i knew i if that came across i'd be like look no like i don't want i don't see you that way uh-huh. and we would still maybe two guys out of the handful Ooh. i'm not gonna say the name i'll tell you after <laughs> this episode <laughs> I'm not going to say the name, but you know, every other guy that came up to me wanted to hook up, but that was different. They were not my guy friends. They were just there. And I wouldn't consider them guy friends. I would just be like, oh, they're just there. Like, uh-huh. they're just hanging around, you know? That's a different topic. <laughs> That's for a today. different topic. <laughs> but it's possible. Not all guys want to get in girl pants. But the point of this is okay. that it's easier for girls to get along with guys than girls with girls. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, what do you think about this? Real friends will they'll support you in your ideas or like whatever you know your future endeavors or what you're seeking towards, but fake friends will just mock you. And I really think that's true. I think like a a real friend will encourage you. They'll tell you like, yeah, go for it. Go back to school. Do this. Do that. Like any idea that you have and like pump you up. Like. I think, like, hype you up in a sense. They'll be happy for you when you have good news. Exactly. And a friend will, like, mock you or make fun of you or be like, nah, you're never going to do that, you know? And I, I really do think that's true. So that is totally a fake or, friend. Or, or they do, but it's in a loving way. Like, like I have a friend. Like, I always tell her, like, oh, I'm going to do my baking stuff. And then my baking thing's a whole other issue, but... I always tell I'm going to do my baking shit and she'll be like, you're not going to fucking do that. Just really do this. Like, because she knows me so well, but she says it in a good way. Um, I'm talking about S, but you know, it's tough love what mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's not like, Oh, you're fucking lame. You're not going to do it. Cause it's a difference between that tough love and actually being like not supporting of you, you know, even if you're not going to like, at least like, okay, yeah, I believe in you a little, but like, don't be fucked up about it. I just, she just popped in my head because we constantly have that talk. <laughs> it's been five years and I'm still trying to do this. <laughs> I think, and I have to say something in real life oh God. To, to that. Here no, <laughs> I just think, I just think we know you have the talent and sometimes I think oh. you, you're scared of moving forward or something. Because the case friend fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think yeah. we're like, you know what you have, you know what your value is worth. Just do it. Like Nike says, just, just do, do it. it. Um, what it? What do you guys think about a fake friends treat you differently in front of other people? Has that ever happened? Mm, I don't think so. Am I forgetting something that I should remember? No, I'm just like no, like, no. I I can't think of a. Wait, what was your actually. question? Will you a fake fake friends treat you differently in front of other people? Like they're cool, or like in front of you, or like might be more mm. supportive and behind closed doors, but then mm. in front of other people, they're like, treat you very different. Mm. I haven't encountered that. I've probably seen it, but I haven't encountered I've seen that. It. I've yeah. seen people like be one way and then a different way in front of other people. Yeah. Like a totally different person. And I'm like, what? 
I think that this one is their fake friends are very competitive. <laughs> you know who just came to Ooh. mind when you said competitive? <laughs> but obviously she's like a wonderful friend. She's not a fake friend. Hey, she's so damn competitive. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, okay. but that's different. <laughs> I don't think she's, I think she's just forward driven and she's that's what I'm very, saying. yeah, this friend that we're talking about, like, we're not, we're not talking shit about her. No, we're not. We're just saying that she's very competitive, which a lot of people are competitive more than others. Yeah. But they're just competitive in a way where, like, they don't want you to succeed. That's they don't want I mean. you to shine. Mm-hmm. They don't want okay. you to shine. Yeah. And they don't celebrate your success. That is not a true friend. Mm-hmm. That is not a true friend. Mm-hmm. I do have a question for you, Yvette. Do mm-hmm. you have trust issues with women? And if so, why? Um, well, ever since that, I mean, yeah. And then I've also had another friend too that I felt mm-hmm. used by like mm-hmm. a lot, but I kind of take the blame for that myself just because I didn't set the boundaries early on. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I, but that's kind of like a big reason why I, I do, I do I have developed trust issues with not just women, but a lot of people, mm-hmm. like just in general. Mm-hmm. So would you like now do you have like somebody that you can go to like a friend that you trust or no because that has hindered you that experience or maybe the experience with some other people um i have one person that i feel like i've learned to or not learned but like i've learned to really trust i guess more because he's he's very um i feel like not not judged by him at all even though at the same time, I do. I don't know how to explain it. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a. It's just a. He's a good friend. Mm-hmm. I can. I can say that he's a really good friend. But um, when him makes him a good friend, like what qualities do you think make him a good friend? The he <laughs> listens with no with no with no judgment. Like he'll and he'll give you really good advice. And I've always told. I felt. I've told him that I feel like he has like an old soul mm-hmm. because he's very very mature for his age he's younger than me and i feel like he's um he's very wise and he's he just doesn't get mad easily and i don't know i just feel like i can go to him for like any any like issues that i feel you know that i have or whatever and he'll he'll be an open book Mm -hmm. and i feel like he's just very trustworthy and just those morals are are a good thing to have i think in a friend Mm -hmm. and i have to say because you know you are my favorite cousin Mm -hmm. um i (laughs) I have seen like the friendships and I know you you come to me and you've told me from the friends that you've had and I have to say like this is the one like we were like that's the one you know but um he I want to say thank you to him because don't fuck up now but thank you to you mm-hmm. because he has I haven't really seen him a lot and like your guys' interaction but just not to have to hear bad things about him is good enough to know that he is a good friend. And then certain situations that you guys have been, you know, with experiences and stuff, like sometimes those, some of those things could have turned into something bad, but the fact that you're able to go to him good or bad, I feel like in a friendship, even if things go good or bad, like especially bad situations, you should be able to talk to that friend and not feel judged. And obviously like, emotions and people are humans and you know you're gonna get upset or bothered by things that are said like that's normal between me and jenny like I, we've had our disagreements and i know that i've had like what the heck moments but at the end of the day like you don't take it personal like so i do i do feel like out of all the closest friends out of the three like he is 
a good fit for you and like it brings out the good in you which is it's what a friend should do they shouldn't drag you down with them like they have everyone has personal baggage but they shouldn't drag you down with them to be miserable just like they are like and then you're over here trying to bring them up and they could care less like so i have to say like this is a good friend a good friendship that you have with him and you know i hope that you know within the years like you guys still continue to have that and even if you do or don't or you go your separate ways like you at least you at least have knowledge of what a good friendship or a good friend is that you yeah. can base that off the next people that you might meet you know like you don't become friends with everyone in life yeah you know so so thank yeah. you to him yeah he's made a huge impact in my life and uh, work-wise too not yeah. just um as you know not just personal but work-wise too yeah do you uh get along with men more than women um well since i started working 11 years ago i've always been around men mostly um but I've come to realize that sometimes men are just as metiches and chismosas as oh like God, women, yes. women are. I can say that. But yeah, I guess you could say I do get along a lot more with men. I honestly think that we're just as women, we're complex beings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just mm-hmm. tend to overthink things when it's like with men, most of the time it's just black and white. I know that like, I, you say like it's chismosa, something that could be chismosa yeah. as heck. But it's honestly like black and white. At least that's what my husband tells me. It's like you guys overthink too much and then make a big deal in a scene of everything. I think that's just our brains. That's how we are. We're just more complex. So it makes us sometimes not get along with other women because we see certain things. So anyways, this is going to, I think, conclude our episode of fake friends versus real friends. And... I don't know. I think this topic is relatable. I think everybody has encountered some type of friendship or something that, um, you know, has led to like a negative experience in their lives. But hopefully as you grow older and you start to weed out those people in your life that might not be good for you, you can realize who those real friends are, who those ride or die people are, or at least have one person. So hopefully you guys can relate to this episode. We just want to say thank you for listening. Yvette, do you want to say anything else? Thank you for for having me. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story. I know sometimes it's not easy just to open up and, you know, it's it's hard to, especially when it's like a podcast or you're just putting your feelings out there. But I feel like from our experiences, when people listen, like they could also learn from this. So Mm -hmm. I know it, it takes a lot sometimes to open up about personal experiences. So thank you for sharing that. And if you have a fake friend, cut that shit. <laughs> because we're in 20, we're about to be in 20. No, we are in 2022. Mm-hmm. So leave all the toxic, all the toxic friends, anything toxic out of the new year. Start fresh. <laughs> if they're not there for you, they ain't your friend. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. Bye.